Hi, and welcome to the Thriving Entrepreneur's 15-minute live broadcast on LinkedIn. She is Rochelle Learling, entrepreneur coach. He is David Foster, founder coach. And yes, we haven't settled that yet. And you know, Rochelle, I was thinking that today's topic sends us straight into the lion's den. Um, I know. Yeah. So pretty much everyone will say anybody in my company can tell the truth be honest, be direct. Mm -hmm. But when we talk to the employees, we both know that that is very, very rarely true. Mm -hmm. So how do we help people find a way to encourage criticism and get alternative views while they're an entrepreneur? Tricky one. Mm -hmm. Very tricky to answer in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, 15 days. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it has multiple angles that we can we can take and we can look at the angle of the owner, the business owner, the leader mm-hmm. who has chosen not to take on much criticism for mm-hmm. certain reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we can look at the entrepreneur or sorry, the employees who have that that feeling while it mm-hmm. might not be completely true compared to what the leader thinks. And then we also have the bigger dynamic of the company of, is there a culture of open feedback loops of progressive feedback? Is that possible in the, in that company? Mm -hmm. And I think we should just start with the leader himself or herself. Yeah. I think that's a good place to start because especially in a company that starts very small and then starts to grow Mm -hmm. who the leader is, how the leader behaves and really those first hires are big determinant of what that culture is. Mm-hmm. And maybe we take half a step back just very quickly and say, it's better to have open communication. It's better to have creativity and collaboration that finds the best solution, All right, sure. It's less toll on the people who work and it's better for the ultimate solution and profitability. Mm-hmm. But you're right, creating that culture is a key element of whether it's open or not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the, I'll start with a really sharp question right in the beginning. What's more important to you being right or making actual progress as a group? Right. Right. That's not easy. It is not easy. No. And to your point earlier about, you know, you do want to be creative. You do want to open up feedback so that you can grow faster. For instance, obviously every leader would say, yeah, obviously Mm -hmm. I want that, but, something is holding them back in acknowledging or accepting that feedback or even opening up to giving that feedback. Um, And if we look at the growth of a company from, let's say like a small team to uh, like an actual management and uh, Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. some people actually looking over the team while you're gone, um, it all starts with how you behave and your DNA with, as you said, the first hires. And if they don't feel safe in, in sharing anything, then how would the rest of the team feel that way? Um, mm-hmm. so if we look at the, the leader or the business owner, um, who is not open to feedback, then we can ask ourselves, like, why would we not want to be open to it? Well, I think I also put it in the description. It's a difference between being a leader that is very clear in the direction of the business and, and wants to make sure that everybody understands what we're going, or it's more of that my way or the highway. Like this is how we do things around here. And your, your feedback is not, um, needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thin line, I think is hard to, to balance, at least for a leader 
when you also don't know all the answers, but you want to be the one who leads and doesn't want to look like, you know, everybody can add something and then the leadership power distinguishes itself or uh, decreases itself. Yes. And I, and you walked right into my trap. Yeah. The, the knowing the right answer and being a leader are two completely different things. Right. Right. Like a, a leader manages. And as some people know, we, uh, I have a completely separate podcast that's just about leadership. Mm-hmm. A leader manages those really high performers and remember that there's a built-in incentive for somebody who's an employee to not tell the truth. Right. Right. To protect their job, to, to want to be a team player. Mm-hmm. Right. And as a, as a leader, you need to be able to disconnect the idea of being nice mm-hmm. and telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Those are two completely different things as well. Mm-hmm. And also taking responsibility and this idea of blame are also not exactly directly connected. And as a leader, I think you have to go over and above all the time to make those principles clear, as well as the principle that there is no progress without failure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They didn't create the first iPhone and it was a smashing success. It took many, many different inter- iterations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, science has proven recently that you need failure and rest and repetition to be able to create success. If you embody that as a leader, mm-hmm. you may run into the ugly part of your ego, mm-hmm. but there really is no other path. Right. So then the question is, how do you start opening up to feedback? And you don't have to do a lot with it. It depends on how, how useful it is, obviously, mm-hmm. and who's it, who it's coming from. But how do you start to open up? Because if you've always done it your way and you mm-hmm. think that you deciding only makes things easier in terms of leadership, in terms of direction of the business, then how do you start opening up to the idea that other people can voice whatever they feel? I mean, my personal, I'd love to hear what you have to say about this, but my personal appearance, uh, appearance, my personal opinion and my personal experience is to put a lot of effort into making it safe by in the beginning, when you're starting, not responding other than being thankful. Mm. Hey, Rochelle, what do you think of this? Mm. And, and not respond in terms of, well, this is the way we've done it, or I don't know if that will work, or even that's a good idea. And then also be vocal within the group of, I'm really glad that Rochelle said that piece. I'm going to think about it and see how we can incorporate it. That will encourage other people to do it. And Mm -hmm. if there's no no follow-on effect of, you know, Rochelle spoke her mind in the meeting and boy, we haven't heard from her in a month, right? right? Like that can go really sideways. Do you have an idea in your head? Yeah, you said the word safe. And I I would also say that safe space is what you need to create. But then how do you start creating it? And Mm -hmm. I think the easiest thing as a leader who hasn't been open to criticism so far or not much, Mm -hmm. I would say that just having like a system for feedback, which could be simply just the Monday morning meeting, stand up meeting or the Friday afternoon kind of like kick down or wrap up a meeting mm-hmm. um, having like a moment in there always just as like a ongoing thing hey guys 
What else can we improve? What did you see this week? What can we take with us? What kind of feedback can we incorporate in order to move forward with more progress, with you know more fulfillment, more frictionless communication towards customers and just all that? Mm-hmm. And by just voicing that every week, I think mm-hmm. you at least open up to receiving it and that people don't feel like, should I or could I? There is an opportunity every week. So you make it easy to yes. address it. Yes. And if that can happen in a group, it's much more powerful. So if I bring somebody into my office and say, it's okay, you can tell me what you think. Mm -hmm. Well, that person is alone. They are also being told that by somebody who can fire them, adjust their duties, their pay, their hours, their Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever happens at work. Mm -hmm. But if you have a group of people and say, well, what, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you see that I'm not seeing? And you don't necessarily respond other than saying, okay, that's great. I heard that. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. And that makes it safer within the culture. And that replicates itself over time, yep. right? Yep. And like, look, let's be really clear. It's not enough just to have an opinion, no, right? Like it can't be a designer who says, well, I just, I'm sick of doing things in green. I just want to do it in blue. And I think that that's better. Right. right? Like it has to be grounded in logic and reason and, you know, hopefully a B testing or some previous experience. Mm -hmm. But if somebody says that, if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, I tested, I did an ABC test on this Mm -hmm. and here's some research about colors and here's the response that happened. I'm thinking that a change might get us closer to the goal. Right. You don't listen to that at your own peril, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's also a good point to make that somebody who wants to give feedback obviously isn't going to give you crap feedback. I mean, most of the time we mean well, most of the time we actually want to add something because we've seen it because we see it on the job. We, we have those interactions more than somebody who's leading or who's managing. So I think it starts also by taking it seriously that people here are, you know, your extra pairs of eyes and uh, they actually have something to add that you cannot see in your day to day that they will see when they interact with other people. So, I mean, if you start thinking about it, like obviously this person will just want to change like the color for the sake of just liking it better. That's also a part where I think the leader has to develop saying that, yeah, I do believe that when people give me criticism or feedback, it is actually meant to be useful. Um, And I take it seriously and people, you know, give me feedback. Yes. And doing that publicly. So if, 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 you come to me and say, I think it should be this way. And here are the results of the test. And this makes sense. And it actually is a good idea. I, I want to broadcast that. Mm-hmm. I want to broadcast that to the entire company. Rochelle had this idea. It's a slight change, but here are the reasons behind it. And we're going to go in this direction mm-hmm. until we have a better idea. Right. And it's like, hey, wow, she said that and he listened and that worked out. Beautiful. Let's yep. do that again, over and mm-hmm. over and over again, every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. What does Valerie have to say to us? Yeah. We often tolerate criticism on the surface, but the messenger gets offended. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. If we notice the tension inside. So that's both personal and practical. You know, the first bit mm-hmm. is we actually use the criticism or the observation. Right. Mm -hmm. And the second part is dealing with your ego, which is 
which is pretty challenging. And I also want to point out that uh, back in 2016, I believe, Harvard did a study, came out with a paper called The Great Training Robbery, where they talked about why corporate training doesn't work. Hmm. But one of the biggest elements of why it didn't work was it wasn't safe, a word I don't really like to use in this context, for people to say what the truth was for hmm. them in their particular situation. They basically just kowtowed to whatever the company line was. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the billions of dollars that are spent in training and organizations that really want to change, if it's not safe for people to say, hey, this is what it looks like for me, yeah. or this is my personal experience, or this is my experience outside of the company that's germane to what we're struggling with, mm -hmm. how is your company going to work? Right, right. Yeah, and to add on to your point about uh, Valerie's question and comment, mm -hmm. yeah, it's two-sided. Like on the one hand, accepting it and not getting offended, but on the other hand, how do you not hurt your ego? I think that's the whole point that we're, we've been trying to make in these past episodes that the leader is there for a purpose and it's a purpose bigger than him or herself. Mm -hmm. And it's not just getting there for your own game, but it's actually leading a business forward in order to proceed it, to get it into certain progress and certain momentum. Mm -hmm. And if that is more important than your own ego, then that is how you should accept the feedback or at least listen to the feedback. Yes. It's not meant to be offending you. And if it is, then obviously talk about that. But you don't always have to be right. You don't have to know it all. Actually, you don't. You and shouldn't. Lowering, yeah. And then lowering that ego, I think that's going to really help to at least a, a, attract, I would say, attract feedback and, and show off that this is accepted, especially if you start voicing it in a group setting. Um, and you know yeah. what, I think maybe it's just very fair for a leader to say, you know, listen, guys, I've not been open to feedback lately or not yes. at all. And I'm actually sorry for it. I started thinking about it and you know what, like, I'm not saying we should do everything you guys accept or say, but let at least have this open feedback loop and let's yes. talk about it because you all mean well for the business growth. So yes, having yeah. that we're open space, I think that's already like super powerful. Yes. And we're talking about appropriate feedback. Sure. right? Respectful. Sure. Like if you encourage feedback and uh, as somebody who worked with me once did came into my office and said, you look funny and your mother dresses you badly. Like that may not be that helpful. Right. Okay. And when it comes to ego, you first say to your ego, one, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I can talk to you later. And two, when that later comes up, you can say, I'm okay. This is making things better. What does Kathy have to say to us? Training often feels that it's based on middle management perspective rather than the experience of frontline experience. 100%, yep. Kathy, you are spot on with that. Mm -hmm. And if you have a chance to look up the great training robbery paper, it's, a, it's an excellent one. <laughs> and here we are. We've already crashed through 15 minutes. Oh, oops. Last I wanted to ask you about smaller companies and, and smaller teams. but This hey, is not going to be the last time we talk about this, guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We are taking your comments. A lot of these things come from your questions and ideas. And contact us directly if you've got any other questions. Amen to that. See you next week. See you next week. Cheers.